everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm Brie. And happy Wednesday. It's happy just Wednesday. us. <laughs> I know. Boring old us. <laughs> we are in November. Yep. I mean, what is time at this point? <laughs> we were just saying before we started recording, we don't even know what month it is at this yeah. point. <laughs> When's the last time we recorded? Like, we know we just did one of these, but. Because <laughs> it does. It feels like we learned, like, didn't we do one of these last week? <laughs> we hadn't done one in so long that. This is like, it's way too soon. We just yeah. did one. <laughs> yes. And like, we used to be like all prepared for our Wednesday chatties. And then this one, we're like, hey, you want to get on and talk? Sure. Let's get on and chat. Let's that's just make a fun. list real quick of what we want to talk about. Yeah, exactly. I'm like chicken scratch over here. <laughs> so it is nonfiction November. Yes. It is NaNoWriMo, which we're going to do a NaNoWriMo episode with Aaron and Nicole later on in the month. Yep. Because mm-hmm. we're all... I think we're like, I'm pretty sure Nicole is like legitimately participating. And so is Aaron. I think Aaron is too. You, you and, and I are, are like, it. yeah, we're, we're not, we're like, we're not like I'm on like, the website. I per wrote se. a couple of words today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have an account, but just knowing that everybody else is writing, I've been writing. So yeah. Yeah. And it's, and I, I was fortunate enough last night to participate in a sprint with the always entertaining Julianne Lindsay. Yes. Um, the intrigue author and it that I was surprised on how much that helped I really was like that really I think I got out what did I tell you over that like 1500 hour? words 1500 words like I mean you just write and that's part of my problem and that's what actually Julianne Lindsay and I were talking about was she's the same way as like I want to go back and correct all of my spelling errors of which there are many because I can't spell <laughs> but you know I just have to get in the mindset of just writing and keep worry going about yeah. that later yeah yeah and not and I, and I wanted to go back and read what I'd written and I just said no just keep writing and so many authors have told us that here Avery like yeah. just write worry about the editing later yeah. so I think that's going to make a difference and I'm just so proud of you because listeners Sarah has some really freaking good story ideas <laughs> and I mean <laughs> some of the ideas literally just come to you from like seeing a photo and you're like oh my gosh like I have a story idea for this so yep I'm or google really maps excited. which is still my favorite <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean I don't want to talk about the story but that was where that the you know what story that I'm idea came about. from was from looking at google something on google maps, maps. yeah 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 wow. wow hopefully in the next few years listeners you might see it on your amazon <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Okay, so talk about the sprint. So you log in, you see the beautiful Julianne Lindsay. Did mm-hmm. you already know what story you were going to work on? Yeah, no, because have- I'm only, I know I have a bunch of ideas, but really my main focus right now is the romance that I'm working on. So I had Scrivener pulled up. And the thing was, is that <clears throat> I wasn't prepared in a way. Like I knew I was doing this sprint, but like I've still, I'm still in this mindset of I got to plot, I got to plot the whole thing, but I haven't finished plotting it yet. But I'm like, screw it. Yeah, I'm just gonna write, and that's exactly what I did. You it's had a pantsing moment, perfect, but yeah, I like <laughs> I knew, like I know how it's gonna start. I know my first like first act, if you will. So I just started writing, and it was kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm like, that's what I need to do because I think I don't know how many other writers or potential writers out there do this, but it's almost like you're procrastinating by plotting. Uh, yeah, I feel that. You know. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, and then you just procrastinate the actual writing. Like, just, just write. 
Yeah. And you know, my, my fear was getting started and it, of course. it, it grew into procrastinating because I was so worried about getting started mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. just talking to like Tracy Douglas and the whole shitty first drafts and like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, all the advice we've like been given on just getting started. I was like, whatever, it's going to suck. Just go. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But I think she's doing another sprint tonight that I think I'm going to participate in as well. And I think Nicole is going to be there too. And Yay. Jen Jen from, um, she's writing too no she's not julianne said that she was, she's gonna do a reading sprint i'm like that's okay <laughs> <laughs> perfectly it. acceptable <laughs> yeah i think for me too this is so weird how this just happened because we literally just got done re recording with the Catherine garbera garbera my <sighs> country so and delightful. these two r's i know she was amazing but she said something about embracing your strengths basically yep. right like yep. embracing the things that you love and I think, I mean, and you've said this multiple times, like we're not going to reinvent the wheel. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was really struggling with like, I want to do this big thing. And then it really hit me like, well, no, the, the story that I want to tell initially is a small town holiday romance, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. plain and simple. It is what yeah. it is. And mm -hmm. I, I just finished reading Dear Santa by Debbie Maycomber, which fills, I mean, she was my first romance author mm -hmm. and I started with her holiday books and it felt very old school Debbie Maycomber. I was like, she's back. Because, nice. you know, even though I love her, her, her last the couple last of titles, few years. Mm -hmm. they've been hit or miss, right? Yep. But this yep. one, I was like, this is Queen Debbie mm -hmm. back on her throne, mm -hmm. knitting, drinking, you know, hot tea, yep. surrounded by yep. flowers, writing books. <laughs> this is her. So, I was like, this is the type of stuff that I love to read. So. Mm -hmm. We're going with it, but I'm so proud of you. I hope you do the sprint again tonight. I will. 1,500, I will. Sarah. I don't even have 1,500 words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, it's it's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm really, really happy. And, you know, I really think that maybe that's what I need to do are more of these reading sprints, just even if, or reading sprints, writing sprints, even if it's just myself, because as you well know, Brie, I am addicted to watching those uh, ambiance videos on YouTube. Yeah. You know, like I love putting them on in the background when I'm reading, but who's to say I can't put it on and just have that music or the sound of the rain or whatever it is and set a timer on my phone for 20 minutes and just read like, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Christmas jazz. You've been doing, I've been like low key doing nonfiction November. My <laughs> nonfiction November has been reading books on writing. I've been reading Bird by know. Bird by Anne Lamott, which Tracy Douglas re uh, recommended to us. So what have you been reading? Because you're really doing it. I, I love nonfiction. I love nonfiction. I finished two books at the very end of October, which technically wouldn't count for nonfiction November, but they we're were still really it. good. And then yeah. now I've read one and I'm almost done a second one for November proper. But in October, I read two spookier titles, for lack of a better term. So I finished, um, the one I was really excited about was A Season with the Witch by J.W. Auker, which is about this, um, it's a, he's a journalist, and he takes his family, his wife and his two little girls, and they spend the entire month of October in Salem, Massachusetts. And he talks about the town, he talks about the witch trials, and how weird it is that this single event that spanned nine months created this entire town. And he talks about the museums and the the history it, it was fascinating it was really really good I really yeah. enjoyed it it is okay. weird now that you say that how it didn't really last that long no I no. mean it nine, months, in nine January, months 
It started in Jan. The, the girls were afflicted, if you will, in January of 1692. And the final hanging, I think, took place in August of that year. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it was a horrible event, don't get me wrong. And definitely something that had historical significance. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this entire cottage community or cottage industry was built out of this very <laughs> tragic event. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> I took an neat. entire class for my bachelor's on um, the European witch trials which was Mm -hmm. a lot longer Mm -hmm. and man like I'm just so glad that the world has kind of sort of gotten a little bit better because I don't even just want to say women because it was men too like people were scapegoats for Mm -hmm. shit going wrong Mm -hmm. and that's just one of those like bruises on history I think that you look back and you're like we really did that to people Yep. And they, the first three women who were accused, one was a slave. So, right. The second was a old woman. And the third was like, I guess she was a homeless beggar woman who was pregnant. So, I mean, talk about like your others, (laughs) right? Like these weren't like the, you know, clearly they were trying to and a lot of it, too, they were talking about was like, you know, you have a fight with your neighbor because he has a bigger farm than you do and you want some of his land. So his wife's a witch. Yep. So now we can get rid of her. He can move and we can have his land. You know, exactly. like a lot of it was that. And it's it's terrifying to think about. But I've been to Salem. I've spent a half a day there. <laughs> and I want to go back. Like I said to Garrett, it's, it's on my bucket list. I want to go back and see it. I'd love to see it in October, but it would just be like expensive out the wazoo to go there. But just to see some of the more historical places that I didn't get to see because I went for the kitschy stuff when I was there like I went to some of the shops and stuff but I really want to go to the museums and see some of the um, the history because it is something that interests me a great deal that we could do this to another person yes but it was the belief at the time right like we're not trying to forgive it but you got to think back it was 1692 like come on Yeah, you my know? husband's my husband's stepmom always she used to teach high school history and she mm-hmm. she's like I would tell my students all the time if you want men or if you want man in general to do something tell them they're doing it in the name of their god and they're going to do it. Yep. <laughs> yep. I was like you're so right. It's true. It's absolutely true. So yeah, so I finished that one and then the other one that I read that I did not anticipate reading but I fell down a rabbit hole that I'm still down. <laughs> Which you guys listening to this are going to think I'm the biggest weirdo in the whole world. But I've become addicted to watching these YouTube videos by this woman named Caitlin, uh, Caitlin Doty. Doherty? Caitlin it- Doty. It's okay, Caitlin Doty. Doty. She has a YouTube channel called Ask a Mortician. And a lot of you might be familiar with her book, Smoke It's in Your Eyes and other stories from the crematory, which I have not read yet. But I read her middle grade book, which I know a lot of you are like, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> she wrote a middle grade book called Will My Cat Eat My Eyeballs? And it's like she does talks at whatever. And there are often children in the audience. And children ask the most interesting questions about death. They do. So she does an entire book on like, the first question is, will my cat eat my eyeballs? Like, <laughs> the answer is yes, in case anyone is curious. The answer is yes, eventually. <laughs> but like, like kids will ask, like, what happens if you're flying somewhere and you die on the plane? Like of natural causes, what would happen to you? If you were an astronaut and you died in space, what would happen to you? So yes, it's morbid, clearly, but it is very interesting from a scientific perspective. And I I watch her YouTube video, I was telling Brie about one that she did on the wreck of the, um, the Edmund Fitzgerald. 
that sank in Lake Superior. I just watched one last night. She did on the Donner Party, which was, you say Donner Party, it was actually a hilarious video. (laughs) (laughs) She said the camp that the Donner Party camp was at, she went to it. And it's now a state park and picnic area. She says <laughs> of course she it is. Of course it itself. is. Like, <laughs> so if any of you are interested in that, legitimately check her stuff out because she's really good. She has a very witty and dry sense of humor. So it's not, you know, very dowdy and very, you know, dry. Yeah. It's, she does. I mean, I feel like you humor. have to be to be in that profession. Oh, God, yeah. And I mean, she loves what she does and she's very much for we should talk about this. Yeah, that's right? why when like, you were telling me about the one for the for kids, I'm like, kids, we should talk to kids about death. It's yeah. like the guarantee in life, right? Yeah. And they they know about it. They are eventually going to see it on TV. Like they're going to hear about it at school. God forbid like, their their nan or their grandpa. Yeah. And the thing is, is that she doesn't talk about how to approach the subject of death to your children. Like, oh, you know, Fluffy died, and this is what's happened to Fluffy. But more from that scientific perspective yeah. of you know, what happens, right? Which some, I have to admit, I told you this, Brie, some of the chapters are just like, I didn't need to know that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to know what happens at cremation. Let's just skip that chapter. Oh my God, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Right? You know, like, no, I just don't need to know that. Thank you. (laughs) But no, it's been, it's been definitely out of my typical comfort zone, but very interesting. And it's nice to push yourself occasionally. And I think that, well, First and foremost, like shout out to the YouTube channel is a book olive. She created yes. nonfiction November years ago. It actually started off with her and another booktuber, mm-hmm. but then that booktuber hasn't been doing it in some years. I think with nonfiction, it, it if you haven't read any, it's really mm-hmm. uh, interesting to start with figure out, okay, what am I interested in? Yeah. And then go find some nonfiction about it. I mean, you're yeah. reading stuff that you're like genuinely interested in. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps with the experience. And audio's great for nonfiction. Oh, if audio's you're a the pod- best for nonfiction. I got into nonfiction at, like a year after discovering that podcasts exist. So it just mm-hmm. kind of like it was a an natural easy transition. Progression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I started with nonfiction. I started with like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember. It was about a small town in like West Virginia and people were like burning people's houses down. And I was like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that it's still going on for sure. Or even like if you're into celebrity culture, and yep. there's celebrities that you like. Guaranteed they have a memoir. Yes. And most of the time, they actually, like you said about audio, they narrate it, which is a- extra delightful, right? I think we hinted at it in our last Wednesday chatty, but we Sarah did. and I do have a campaign with Bonfire. Yep. And it's, I think it's going to last like two weeks. Like they recommend having it be like 14 to 21 days. 14 to 21 days. days. Mm-hmm. So it is currently going on. We will have a link to it in the show notes. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, look, transfer transparency here guys we mm-hmm. came out of pocket a lot of money to start the podcast and mm-hmm. we will absolutely do it again <laughs> to because keep we the podcast this. going yep but any little bit helps like we don't have a patreon or anything like that no, but no. any any little bit helps so whatever support that we get for the shirts that's what it's going towards are going, going back into the podcast going yep going back into the podcast yeah i so love it oh yeah <laughs> it's so i'm us. just so excited like <laughs> just can't believe they're so adorable and I'm not just saying that because it's us you know they legitimately are adorable yeah they did such a good job (laughs) oh my god yes yes so please please you can get like different styles you can get like hoodies and sweatshirts and you know what the different colors to pick from so yeah so those of you who have already bought or who might be buying thank you so much for your support 
Yes. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. one thing that I messaged Sarah about a couple of days ago, I was like, I'm really thinking of starting doing the subscription, like doing the yes. subscription with Harlequin for the series that I can't go into the store and get. I mean, even now, like I, I was at Walmart yesterday, just being real. I was there yesterday <laughs> in the book section wow. and they had, they did have some of the um, heartwarming mes- Westerns. So I saw yep. Carrie Lynn Webb. I saw two others that I'm blanking on the title, but I just remember seeing hers and I'm like, okay, I have that one. I've read that one, but like romance and medical, those series that I will not see in the store. I was, I don't know. There's something about getting that box of books in the mail, but it's so hard of a decision too, because every Friday, knock on wood, hopefully nobody in the sales department hears this in their life. Oh, no, they've been Take doing away the sale. Forever. <laughs> okay. They've been doing the sales forever. The sales are so good. So it's mm-hmm. like, is it worth it? I don't know. What do mm-hmm. you think? What are your thoughts? I'm the sale queen. I, I, But I understand what you're saying. There's something about getting that box of books. And the thing for me, though, would be to decide because, you know, we're all on a limited book budget right? Yeah. And I am primarily an ebook reader. Now you can get ebook subscriptions as well. So on the first of the month, I open up my Gloss app and there are the new books from whatever line I pick, which would be great. But then I think, okay, so now I've spent X number of dollars on these when on Friday I can do, you know, like that's fail. I, right. <laughs> and okay, Harlequin sales department, whoever's in charge of the sale, the good sales are always, always at the month. end of the month. <laughs> I'm a beginning of the month shopper, okay? It's like, I want to buy them all right now. <laughs> I get paid at the beginning of the month. So yep. asking me to wait until the end of the month is a yep. lot to ask. Mm-hmm. I mean, you did one recent, what they have one, like buy three, get three free. And I'm yeah, like, it was on why didn't I just wait? So thank you. And I actually bought up. physical books in that sale. You did. Yes, yeah, which you I did. almost never do. But I because my thing is with the physical books is that yes, of course, I would want to buy them to support the author. That's not the issue. I read more digitally. Yeah, that just that's just me. But the fact is, if I'm going to pick up a book physically, I'm going to go to Walmart where I can get them three for 15 bucks. Yeah. See, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. And not every Walmart up here has it. Mm-hmm. The, a Walmart in the city by my aunt does not have that surprisingly. So it's Walmart to Walmart. And the Walmart right beside us, which I call the crap Walmart, doesn't even (laughs) sell Harlequin books. Whereas the one going the other way does. And it's the good Walmart. Garrett will always say to me, which Walmart are we going to? We're going to the good one. It's always the good one. Because we're never going to go to the crap one. I don't care if I'm only going in with $5 to buy two cans of cat food. I'm looking at the damn books. Yes. Every time. Because <laughs> if I can figure out a way. Yeah, you know, like. what's already be uh, here. Bernard only needs one can of food, right? Can <laughs> we just feed him table with? <laughs> yeah. We're having chicken for dinner, right? Excellent. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, as a, sh- a book shopper, you, we have limited funds. We don't have an obscene amount of money. And to pick and choose what we want to spend our money on, which I think is another reason why I tend to read digitally a lot more because the digital editions tend to be a bit cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. You know, by maybe a dollar, but it's still a dollar. If I'm buying <coughs> 12 books, I mean, I'm saving. Like... <laughs> no, I didn't just buy 12 books this week. Why are you asking? <laughs> 
I may not have. I, I I probably already placed an order and am counting down the days till I can put an. I'm I'm probably gonna have two orders in November. Okay, folks, don't judge me. Don't judge. There's, this is a no judgment zone. No, the three for three sale. Um, I ordered. I think that was last Friday. Was it last Friday? Because it would have been the so. last Friday of the month. Yeah. So it was last Friday and I placed my order and then I got the email notification on Wednesday that my order had shipped and gotta love living in just on the outskirts of the city of Toronto because literally the next day it was in my mailbox. Stop it. <laughs> I know you poor, poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> I ordered mine on like Monday and I got the notification Friday. <laughs> and you'll probably see them next Friday. <laughs> I wish you could just like drive and do they do curbside pickup in Harlequin? (laughs) Oh, could you imagine? I would be downtown or wherever the hell the warehouse is in Toronto. Sarah's here. I'd have my own parking spot. (laughs) VP. I just beep beep and they come running out. (laughs) Bernard pokes his head up. We're here for the books. Oh, gosh. Anybody? Hey, look, Harlequin. We're just saying. Curbside. Hire me. (laughs) I've got 20 years of customer service experience. (laughs) She will do the curbside, okay? (laughs) Dude, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I will work the warehouse. Could you imagine working in the warehouse? (laughs) No, they would never let us. Look what's, I'd just be spending all day doing selfies of each of books with you for you. They would <laughs> never let us near the warehouse. Oh, no. Okay. God, no. God, no. That I would, would be... just lay on a pallet of romances. Like... I'd get hired on. So what's the discount like? <laughs> First question. <laughs> I want a subscription to all the books, okay? I want a subscription to all yes. the boxes. <laughs> no joke. If I had that money, like, you know, people joke all the time. What would you do if you won the millions? Literally, that's near the top of my list. I'd be like, I'd subscribe to every single one of the lines. Yeah. I mean, because you know, we, like, we have heard of, like, we just, we spoke with, was it Catherine? So, one of yeah. the authors that we spoke to recently, like, their mom's, yeah, it was Catherine, her mom's yeah, friend. Yeah, it was her mom's to, friend. Like, three mm-hmm. different lines. And I'm like, I want to subscribe to three different lines. I want those boxes coming in the mail, but I just can't pull the trigger. And I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I think it's the sale. <laughs> I would love, and I to- we talked about this privately. I would love for Harlequin, uh, if anyone from the Harlequin publicity team or whatever is listening, for them to do like a mystery box. That would be. Fun. I would freaking love that. Like you see these mystery subscription box, like it could be like a an intrigue box or like a you know what I mean, like a suspense box. Yeah. And then you end up getting one or two of either the uh, intrigue, the romantic suspense or the love inspired suspense, two for the next month, and then maybe a little gift of some kind. But I just I think that would be fun. It's the mystery aspect of it. Or like you were we were talking about it the other day, like a theme. I, yes. I love that that's the Harlequin publicity team does that like the dreamer mm-hmm. box and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really love saying I would just love a pick four box. Right? right. Like, or pay a little bit of extra money and pick six or pick eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, essentially, you're just ordering. You're just, <laughs> you're but that's ordering. what I'm just like, you said that, and I think it's a brilliant idea. But then this other part of me is, me is like, okay, so buy three, get three free. There's my pick six. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I, I mean, think we just some... love getting book mail. We do. We do. We do. And we just want to justify the book mail. <laughs> we do. <laughs> 
subscribed. <laughs> right, yeah. No, this is my subscription. <laughs> but I remember, like, I used to, way back in the day, we were talking about this, that I used to subscribe to the American Romance Box. So now we're going back, people, for those of you. But it was close to 20 years ago. I remember distinctly getting one of them because I was in hospital having a procedure done. And I was in there for a week. And I was bored out of my mind. I was living on my own. And my mom said to me, do you want me to bring you any books from the house? And I'm like, just grab a few things off my shelf. You know me, Brie. Just grab whatever. I'll read it. She shows up the next day at the hospital and she's got the, she goes, this was in your mailbox. And it was the new subscription box. And I tore into that. And I remember being so excited because it was around the holidays. And I remember one of the books was Burning Bright by Maggie Shane, Judith Arnold, and... Anne Stewart, I think it was. The first time I read that one and it was so good. But anyway, I remember the older lady in the bed beside me like, look, like, what did you get? What did you get? <laughs> you didn't know because back then the website wasn't what it is now where we yeah. can go on and see what's going to be coming. I had no clue. But me and this other lady, like she was older, like she was probably at the time in her 60s, 70s. And I just, when I'd finish one, I'd hand it to her. Be like, here. And she gobbled it. them up too and then handed them back and, you know. <laughs> that that to me and and kathleen talking about the subscription box back in the day i think that's when it was in its heyday was you go back 20 30 40 years ago when you didn't know what was coming i think now you lose something that's just me yeah i mean and that's like i don't even that i think that's one of those ways of like technology kind of taking the excitement out of things if i could just say hey in december i want two romances two medicals and have no idea what's Which showing ones? up. I would love that. <laughs> like this is, you know, or send me two heartwarmings mm-hmm. and two medicals or two love-inspired suspenses, you know, and then somebody just throws it together and there you go. I don't know. I don't know. And on the flip side of that though, I did used to subscribe digitally to the um special edition line, but I was only able because they have if they have six or more books, six or more books that come out in a month, they do two different subscription options. So you can either get four books or six books. Okay. And I think Presents is something different, right? Because they have like, what, 2,000 books that come out every month for the Presents line? Like, you know, so I ordered the four because it was just a bit cheaper and it's what I could afford. But I remember getting them at the beginning of the month going, oh, these look so great. And then I would go on the website and see which two I didn't get and go, oh, those look good too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, like, oh, I wish I'd gotten those. (laughs) And then I didn't buy them anyway. So... (laughs) You know my thing. I want some Harlequin merch, okay? Right. I want some notebooks with some old vintage presents covers on them. I want a cute pin. I want a sweatshirt. <laughs> Why don't we have merch? A calendar. You know how awesome calendar. like a calendar or a day planner? They have some covers that are just stunning like they could do like these awesome monthly calendars of just oh it would be amazing all we want for christmas folks okay a limited edition run it could be a limited run just to see how well it does it can be two one for brie one for me (laughs) (laughs) that would be so fun (laughs) i think because we've been fortunate enough through some of the amazing authors who listen to this podcast who have sent us some things and I mean, like I have, it's sitting right here. I have the pen, the the blaze pen that where if you tip it upside, I wish you viewers could see this. If you tip it upside down, his shirt comes off. <laughs> <laughs> 
How genius is that? Like, I mean, come on, you know? And and I just think people would love to buy this stuff. The other thing I got thinking about the other day that I haven't talked to you about yet, I can't remember who we were talking to. Was it? Mm. It was Kathy McDavid. Okay. And she was saying how excited she got going into that store and seeing her short story in that magazine. Wouldn't it be great if even four times a year, quarterly, Harlequin put out a magazine for stores it was selling in the Walmart and it was just short stories by the authors like yes I know they do them on their website and that's fabulous but there's just something about picking up a magazine and then in the back of the magazine could be like letters from readers could be recipes could I mean come on <laughs> I know Sarah we're gonna have to start it ourselves that's brilliant know, right? brilliant <laughs> The unofficial Harlequin uh, magazine. I would love to see it monthly, but I'm not going to push too much. (laughs) We already push enough, okay? But you know, like have an author interview in the back. I mean, and then have a list of like, these are the books that you can look forward to coming out in the next few months. Yeah. I think that would be fabulous. When we talked to Tracy Douglas, she had mentioned the the Woman's, Woman's World. Woman's World magazine. Yep. And I saw on Twitter, a friend that follows the podcast has a short story coming up. They're doing like an, an entire holiday edition with like romance short stories. And I'm like, Ugh. I went straight to the store looking for it. I don't know if I'm too early or what, but I was like, I love love so much that okay, i'm gonna exists. have to totally look for that when garrett and yeah. i hit up the walmart tomorrow yes <laughs> like, i love that this exists but i love that idea so much i would love that and it doesn't have to be all the time like you like said, I said four times it can be a year. quarterly yes right I mean, a Lucy Monroe, sexy short story. Hey, if you want to hire Bree and I to put this together, we'll get it figured <laughs> out for you. <laughs> oh, Sarah, those things would go off the shelves like hotcakes. Like, everybody, there are so many, like you put it in like at that checkout area, they would sell like crazy. Those Women's World magazines, I know what you're talking about. They're almost like a newspaper print. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not the highest quality. Let's yeah, be real, yeah. right? But, like, they come out weekly, and I think they're 2 or $3. Yeah. You know, if you or I are at the grocery store, and I'll, I'll look at those magazines, and I'm like, I am not spending eight ninety nine for women's health. Because, yeah. no. But... Two or three dollars because in this one I can get stories and recipes. And yep, that's going in the cart. Yes. You know, like, come on. <laughs> People would love it. I think so. I really do. I really do. But, you know, I, I think it's one of those things where now we have social media and authors mm-hmm. are on Instagram and they're on TikTok and they have websites and they have newsletters. I wonder if it's the whole would people actually buy into this when they can just get on the author's website? But I don't, there's something really special about physical touching something and reading it too you know and I, don't, I think there's people are really into that whole simpler time of life kind of mm-hmm. thing right now mm-hmm. I mean maybe that's what I'm going through because I'm mm-hmm. like give me all the magazines I just want to look at all of the pretty recipes yep. so if something like that existed like I said that woman's world when I can track it down I'm gonna get it because mm-hmm. it just feels so not 2021-ish, right? Mm. It feels very like simple. Just buying a magazine from the store and reading stories in it. I love that. And and it used to be a big thing. I don't know if some of them are still published, but I know, isn't there a couple of like magazines that come out quarterly that are all uh, mystery? Like they've all got mystery stories or sci-fi stories in them. So why not one for romance? Yeah. And who better to put it out? Right? (laughs) Somebody up at the great Harlequin headquarters in the sky is rolling their eyes like, here they go again. Yeah. (laughs) 
we're sorry. We just love the thing. Okay. We just, and love I, it. I appreciate what I do love is that they do put a lot of them on their website. Like they have Harlequin shorts on their website. And I know last year, at, okay. Yeah. Last year at Christmas, they did a story. I can't remember who the author of the story was, but it was put out in 25 parts. So every day you couldn't read ahead until it was like an advent and it was yeah. delightful. That is you so know, great. like, so I'm, I'm hoping that they're going to do that again this year. <laughs> Next year from the Categorically Romance podcast during the holidays, we're making it happen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of holidays, what are you excited about that's coming oh, out? Oh, the books. Oh, Brie, the books. So as we all know, the December books are now on the website. Now, the, the funny thing is, is that by December, they're Christmas out. So you're really <laughs> only getting like a handful of Christmas. <laughs> you want Christmas, go back to August. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But there are some, and now some aren't Christmas, but there are a couple like the new Brenda Jackson. She has a new one out, um, What He Wants for Christmas, book three in the Westmoreland Legacy, the Outlaws series. And oh my God, the cover, Gorgeous. cowboy, and he's dragging the tree after cutting it down and it's just Christmas. It's Isn't just so that Christmas. hot? Like, I don't know, a man having cut down a tree oh, and dragging right. it. A blizzard has trapped this rancher with the one thing he wants under his tree. His ex. Forced confinement, second chance romance, Christmas. Brenda freaking Jackson. The queen. I think that's one that I ordered. I, I tend to forget what <laughs> I, I ordered. I've already got so. I haven't I have an e-copy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see when my box arrives. <laughs> right. I don't remember. See, you do get the surprise, Brie, because you can't remember what the heck I you forgot. ordered. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> do you know what would be fun? We should order something for each other. We should a surprise box. Right? For Christmas. But we should do that. How will I know which one you don't already have? Yeah, but the thing is, is that if you're ordering me physical, it doesn't matter if I have a secondary copy of it. You're right. You're right. There we go. You're right. We're on to something. <laughs> we'll figure this out. <laughs> and I mean, just because you you're on Desire, you started with Desire. Like, I'm, this was a November one, but the Adriana Herrera, just for the oh, holidays, the yes. lighthouse in the back. Yes. The heartwarming line. A Merry Christmas date. That cover but okay it's sydney powell's the uh author i have read her before she is delightful absolutely delightful it's matchmaker at workbook three she's a bookstore owner and it's a best friends to lovers story i am obsessed with the cover i love the look of downtown it looks like and i love downtown. that like teal blue sky shout oh. out to the cover people the cover artist. thank you yeah the art department cheers to the art department for sure heartwarming definitely brought it with the cozy covers because like i thank have heart, the publicity team sent me snowbound with her mountain cowboy and i just yes. love it it's really simple they're looking out the window it's yep. gorgeous but you know what sarah I mean, love inspired. Oh, they freaking holiday covers. They are, are iconic. In my yes. opinion, if you want holiday. Now, I like the new ones, but in my opinion, the ones from a few years ago are even better. They are amazing. If you go back a couple of years and look at their covers, I mean, I said it before and I'll say it again. If you want a classic reason for the season Christmas story, you need to read the love inspired. You know? I'm obsessed, folks. Their Yuletide Healing by yep. Mendy Obenhaas yes. has two little kids on the on the couch, mm -hmm. like a little chair. They're squeezed in, sharing a blanket. The sisters reading the brother a story. It's adorable. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. And on that note, though, the one from November, Claiming His Christmas Inheritance by C.J. Carroll, a guy in a suit with a bow tie, and it's yes. just like the Christmas. Oh, 
I just love it. that cover jumped right out at me as soon as I saw it. And can't he understand why. Is gorgeous. <laughs> He's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't kick him out for eating crackers. <laughs> 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 yeah, love inspired and love inspired suspense. Yes. Oh, like oh my gosh. Did the love you see the, okay? Did you one. see the suspense one for this month with like that like mountain lion on it? I was like, what? The, that actually legitimately went me made me go. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> Wyoming Christmas Peril by Kathy Ridings. Yes, but wow, what an impressive cover! Yeah, it's gorgeous. They have a lot of like animals on the covers. They for do these holiday ones. They do, and the the Christmas canine protectors. I do love that series. Um, the canine books are just amazing. I did, which I know I got some medicals. I got a I'm festive gonna... fling in Stockholm. I did not realize that. I don't ever really look and see what's part of a series sometimes. <laughs> you know, so, I don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I had bought, I guess, like the first book in the series. Medical series tend to come out like back to back. You know, like Correct. there's not a lot of space in between. So that's, I think, why I wasn't really realizing it. But mm-hmm. love that one. A GP Worth Staying For by Louisa Heaton mm, is yep. so cute. ER Doc to Mistletoe Bride by Louisa George, which I realized afterwards. Mm-hmm. I was reading her book and I was thinking about Tracy Douglas at the same time. So I was like mashing the two. But oh. no, <laughs> ER Doc to Mistletoe Bride was fantastic, guys. And it's by Louisa George, which we interviewed her with yeah. Friend, Sister Becca. White Christmas with her millionaire doc by Becky Wicks. Love that cover. We haven't done one of these in a long time, guys. So just humorous. Okay. Yeah, we're just kind of going through the Harlequin website. We hope nobody else minds. <laughs> but you know, I love me some romance, and romance has oh, some yeah. cute covers too. Christmas yes. with his Cinderella by Jessica Gilmore's cute. Oh. I know I ordered Prince's Christmas Baby Surprise by Ellie Darkins. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Reunited, Reunited under, the, under the, mistletoe. the mistletoe, Susan Meyer. Isn't it adorable, Sarah? Does he have a pink sweater on? He does. Shoot, shout out to that guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I need to subscribe. <laughs> right? And I, the thing is, with the Christmas ones, I look at what they're wearing that's hand knit. I'm like, oh, those gloves are really cute. <laughs> like, I wonder what pattern that is. <laughs> And the intrigue, intrigue, we get Denise's book, uh, yes. Bayou Christmas Disappearance Go by Denise pick that and one up, please. Juno Rushdance, Alaskan Christmas Escape. She's really good. I believe she's a Canadian author, but don't quote me. Rachel Lee, who's like a staple Christmas bodyguard. She's been writing for the line forever. And the always good Nicole Helm. Love I was Nicole thinking Helm. when you were talking about Caitlin Doty, I was like, ooh, a mortician. That could be a really interesting intrigue series. Right? <laughs> Oh, and of course, it's not holiday, but Dolores Foson has a brand new one. She is always good. And Barb Hahn as well. All great authors. Yeah. As an I've read, fan, all great authors. I need to read more Dolores Foson. I feel like I read one of her. Does she do something? She writes contemporary as well. Okay. Yep. Yep. Cowboys, yep. small town. Okay. I'm she like... has a brand new release. It's one of the ones that I picked up physically. It's not um, a category. It's a st- it's um. A single title. Okay. And over on my shelf. But anyway, yeah, she wrote a, a cowboy series, contemporary. The Presents books. I mean, the you could, talking about the calendars, you could do a calendar of just Presents covers. You could. You could. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and the always, always amazing Maisie Yates has a brand new book out this month. Or in December. Crowned for his Christmas baby and breather in a sleigh. And there's a castle in the background. <laughs> 
Do I have? I ordered this one. <laughs> I did too. Okay. The prince has discovered her pregnancy. New York Times bestselling author Maisie Yates thrills with this dramatic Christmas baby romance. And it's first, it started with revenge. Of it did. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Oh, Maisie. Reclaimed for his royal bed by Maya Blake, which is also yes. Zara Cox, who used to write for Dare. Love okay. that cover. That cover. Okay. You know, green is my favorite color. So Desert King Surprise Love Child by Kathy Williams. The beautiful green dress. The Greek Secret She Carries by favorite of the podcast, Pippa Roscoe. Yes, the Diamond Inheritance Trilogy. Yes, I'm yes. sad that it's ending, but I'm like, okay, what is she going to do next? Give me whatever she's doing next. Covers I love, The Christmas She Married the Playboy by Louise Fuller. That is just, can my living room look like that, please? Like, <laughs> can someone come in and decorate that for me, please? And can I have the red heel, please? I'll take the right? red heel yeah, and the side yeah. <laughs> And with the purple dress, like, girl. Now, I know it's not, I don't know if, have you actually read any of the romantic suspense line? Jerry Croto. There's some good ones coming out this month there's a new carla cassidy the last cowboy standing which i may or may not have ordered i hope you did i, I did. feel like you did i always do danielle m haas which is i think is a new at least she's new to me matched with murder they don't typically do holiday from what i've noticed is that that's the one thing that you don't tend to see however s speaking of that the uh carla cassidy it's book 14 in the cowboys of holiday ranch and I know I've read others of those and they're kind of loosely holiday based, but not full on Christmas. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. We want to know why. Just yeah. gee whiz. Just gee whiz. Just out of curiosity. <laughs> and Cindy Dees, she's one of those, like one of the ROM vets. When yes. did we talk? To, was it Jerry Croto? I think I it was so. Jerry Croto. When we talked mm -hmm. with the with her about the ROM vets, I feel like I saw Cindy Dees on yep. the list when I was yep. looking into it. So that's so awesome. And of course, my favorite, the special edition. Girl, Terry Wilson. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say. That's adorable. The little antlers. I can't yes. even get antlers just to have oh my, my cat, much less some sort of little screaming, cutest. like, you know, moving around baby. <laughs> and I love, love, love the cover of Rochelle Allers. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. Now, special edition does not skimp. On the holiday. No. They don't. No. Moonlight Menorahs and Mistletoe by Wendy yes. Warren, people. We had the opportunity to talk with Wendy Warren, what, like a week she ago? She was amazing. Amazing. I mean, I think for both of us, we walked away from that conversation. It was so casual and chill. It was just so moving at the same time. I'm like, I very, want very to talk uplifting. to this. Can I talk to this woman at least once a week? Like, I need her to just say something positive. I just want her to leave me a voicemail on my phone once a day of like, yes. you know... <laughs> Just Hi, Sarah. You've got this. Yes, yeah. you got Yes. She needs to be my positive affirmation reader right there. Right? <laughs> Hi, Brie. Make sure that you hydrate and practice mindfulness and do a little writing in your journal yeah, today. That's it. <laughs> we don't ask much, do we really, Brie? We don't. <laughs> The uh, the sleigh ride with the rancher by Stella Bagwell. That cover, they're a cowboy in the sleigh. I know it's adorable. It's you with know the that's trees like my jam in the right there. background. The trees. Dreaming of a Christmas cowboy by Brenda Harlan. I mean, yes. walking towards the barn. The red barn with the, the wreath red on barn. it. Yes, the snow, the dog. It, we could be. We could literally read Christmas all year. I do. <laughs> Yeah. I tend to. Not not as much as I, oh, wait till next month, kids. Wait till next month, kids, when I'm knee deep in Christmas. Yeah. And by Christmas, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, their Texas Christmas gift by Kathy Gillen Thacker is adorable too. Oh, the I little love her as baby. An author. She is, she's old. She she goes back to the American Romance days. This one's from November, but Sarah and I will be a guest on the Incredible yes. Movies and Newbies podcast, talking about A Kiss at the Mistletoe Rodeo by Kathy Douglas. Have you finished it yet? I'm like right at the halfway point, and okay. I'm loving it. What yeah, about same, you? Same. Okay. Yeah. It's so good. We'll talk about it maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> next time yeah. We, do we don't want to talk because we're going to be part of the 12 days of boobmas. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wants us to come talk about books. Oh, my their God. Podcast. It's so exciting. Right. <laughs> right. Historicals. Hello. Oh, hello. There is, there is a, a Christmas one, which I bought already. You did? The Snow, Snow Kiss proposals? proposals? Yeah, by Jenny Fletcher and Elizabeth Hobbs. Oh, God, that cover. It looks it looks Victorian. Yeah, it I'm does. I'm thinking it's Victorian because of her hair. I love her red coat. Right? I, they wrote it together. That's so cool. Yeah, it's two short stories. Okay, it's, it's short stories. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's two short stories. Yeah, it's Nori Victorian Christmas. I was right. Her coat is adorable. I love a little bun on the top of her head. <laughs> they did good with that cover. Delightful. And then we've got, uh, what else? Um, the Captain's Impossible Match by Laura Martin looks really good. Cinderella and the Scarred Viscount by Sarah Mallory. I've read her before. She's really good. Mm. And I like, I'm just going to say, just because, that she um, is a woman who is a little fuller figured. And yes. I think she looks amazing and then we have um a viking the vikings stolen princess by sarah Rody. the duke's counterfeit wife by louise allen knight's convenient alliance by melissa oliver that one looks really good too yeah. that's got to be a uh, a medieval i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm thinking probably which yeah. shout out to the historical team they are looking for all time i think all of the series they're just looking for different voices and especially with historical different time periods so if you are listening and you're an aspiring historical romance author and you're like i don't know if they would take my story please send it because i mean can we shout out the one book that drew me in the historical line last month that i still haven't read yet the nun book <laughs> <laughs> and we're not laughing because we're making fun of it i just think it's absolutely awesome i think it's brilliant that yes a yes. nun for the viking warrior and it's pretty much like i think she joins the order and then for family reasons has to leave and marry some dude i i, I i'm so excited to read it yeah and i just love that they took the chance and went there yeah i mean talk about built-in conflict she's a nun but i'm already married to god yes I, i'm not really supposed to do this it's the same as when it's the, i feel the same way about that as when i read um laurie robinson's um the one that took place in salem during the witch trials oh yeah yep yeah. i remember you were telling me about that yeah, one yeah 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 and i mean okay i'll be honest i love laurie robinson love laurie robinson's books but that one was just a little left from center but it was so fun yeah yeah and kudos for the author and for harlequin for taking that chance i mean okay let's set a i can just imagine like the elevator pitch so i have an idea for a romance tell us more it's set in salem i see during the witch trials, trials during yeah. the witch trials i see tell me more <laughs> you know like but it was really really good it was really good yeah i can imagine the queen Brian E. gordon being like okay tell me more yeah, <laughs> we might have to flesh things out a little bit <laughs> but i see where you're going with this right <laughs> okay so i'm gonna go over to our Thule friends because yes please, Thule please. has been bringing it and shout out to Thule. i just want to congratulate them because y'all know 
I am a Hallmark Christmas movie watching fan. And literally the first weekend on both Hallmark and this new, there's a new channel called GAC, Great American Mm -hmm. Country. Both on like the starting night of Countdown to Christmas, they had two of their books adapted and put on screen. And I just thought, look at category romance Mm -hmm. being adapted. Like that just made me so happy. So looking at just what pops up on their newest books, they have um, Jingle Jammies by Robin Neely, which I read last month and I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure I talked about. Our friend Christmas in Full Bloom by Denise in Wheatley. Yay, Denise. Gorgeous. Charlie James has 12 dates of Christmas. So Sarah and I are already scheduled to talk with Charlie, I think in April or May, because what she's doing, she's doing this holiday book, I believe, is it Valentine's Day? I think that's what she said. A Valentine's Day book and then like a something in the spring. So we're going to talk to her when this trilogy Mm -hmm. is wrapped up and we've had the opportunity to to like actually read the book. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, 12 Dates of Christmas by Charlie James looks adorable. We have a Caster Glass Christmas by Kate Hewitt, which when you look at the cover, it looks like one of those UK covers we're always fangirling about. (laughs) (laughs) On Christmas Tree Cove by Sarah Vance Tompkins. These are all books that I have arcs of on my Kindle. I just yes, need thank to... you. Shout out to Tula. You guys are awesome. I just need to read them. <laughs> we have My Christmas Wish by Jeannie Moon and yes. The Cowboy's Christmas by Jeannie Watt. And I know what Jane Porter. I love her stuff. I know Jane Porter has a new book out too. So yeah, yep. we, we'll yep. we'll check back, you know, af- after we've actually read some stuff. And I also want to shout out Stacey Agdern, who writes for Tuli as well. She has... She writes Hanukkah romances, so she has Let, love, love and lot- latkes. Is yes. her newest one? They're mm-hmm. gorgeous, right? So before that, oh, yeah. she had History of Us, and then she had Miracles and Menorahs. And Sarah and I are going to be talking with her very soon about yes. Bombshell. We're going to be yep. talking like AKA Goddess, so we yep. cannot wait for yep. that. So absolutely, no. There's so much good stuff that's coming out, and it's just that's the one great thing about this time of year is that there's so much. There'll be something for everybody, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Entangled. I know holiday wise, we have Christmas Grace by, is it Mindy Steele or Mandy? Yep. It's Mindy Steele. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So we have that one from her. I feel like we had another one, Sarah. I feel like they mailed us two books and I'm blanking on what the other oh, one was uh, called. Oh, the other one by Jennifer Snow. Jennifer Snow. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. They have a ton of stuff out. Not much like holiday related. I think those no, were the only lot. two. A lot of new stuff coming out too. So shout mm-hmm. out to Entangled as well. Oh, the Christmas Town anthology that the heartwarming authors put out yes. is yes. out there, guys. So mm-hmm. go one click that one off Amazon. I had pre-ordered it. It's- I know I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. I, I don't feel like I want to pre-order. I want to be a pre-orderer. Right. But I pre-ordered a book for from Hallmark Publishing. And I always thought if you pre-ordered that they try to give you the book the day that it comes out, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it'll deliver that day. It was like a week later. And I was like, I okay, know. maybe I need to try to just pre-order more on ebook because I know it's going to show up. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And the thing is, though, this is what kills me with with uh, pre-ordering on ebook is that often the prices are just stupid. I'm sorry, I'm being honest. They're so ebook prices. Some of them are just so. There's a book I want right now. I want it right now. And I think in paperback, it's basically it's like how to write a romantic comedy. And the paperback copy is like it's is it crazy expensive? No, it's like 14.99. But the ebook 
because I was like, well, I'll just buy it on ebook is $9.99, which is that a crazy amount of money? No, but mm-hmm. I just can't quite bring myself to spend $9.99 on an ebook. I know. I know. It hurts me. Which sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. I know. <laughs> and we're all for support. We really, really are. But I mean, if it's like a difference of a few dollars, I'll buy the print book. I'm just going to go buy the physical copy. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of really wonderful things coming out and we just wanted to get on here and talk about what's coming out because we haven't done one of those episodes in a long time. (laughs) We want to do a a little call out maybe. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. So we are looking, if you are a category romance author, whether it be Harlequin, Thule, Entangled, and you have a book coming out in February, March, or April, please reach out to us, DM us on Instagram, Twitter. Our email address should be in the description of this video. Reach out to us if you want to be on the podcast because we would love to talk to you. Even if you've already been on before, shout out to people who have already been on before because we love repeat offenders here. (laughs) (laughs) We do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And can you believe like we're already scheduling for February, March, and April? (laughs) Guys, just to say that our January is already fully booked. Already. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we're looking for, like I said, February, March, April. So, you know, if if you want to be on, and I mean, if you want to, if you've already been on or if you've listened to our author interviews and you're like, yeah, I'd like to talk to them, but I don't know if I I feel, because there are shy people out there and that's fine. You you don't want to do like a full on interview. Just let us know to say, hey, can I come on and just talk about the book? Yes. That is fine. You absolutely can. Absolutely. The whole reason we're here is to really showcase these books because they do not get the love and attention that they deserve. So if you want to do a 15 minute, hey, this is me. And here's the book. That is so cool. We're, that we're is fine absolutely that. <laughs> fine. Absolutely. Because one of our thoughts were to get a couple of those types of like recordings and then put them together kind of a coming soon kind of an idea would be yeah. kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely, like Sarah said, check the show notes. That's where we have a, our link tree is there. It has mm-hmm. all the places where you can find the podcast as well as how you can contact us. We are on social media and mm-hmm. we want to talk to you. And like yes. Sarah said, we love repeat offenders. So if you've yep. already been on, <laughs> that doesn't matter. We know no. that you have new books coming out. You can come talk about new books. We can yep. do a buddy read. We always yes. have topics we want to talk about. So if Absolutely. you just want to talk about a romance genre topic. And we're just so <laughs> thrilled that people talk to us once and still want to talk to us again. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Really? Really? Yes. (laughs) I would also really love. So for any readers out there or authors that, you know, have Facebook pages and interact with readers, we would just, we would also really love to talk to other readers who read these books. I mean, we have our friend Aaron who's done, who's doing his category journey. Mm -hmm. Um, He'll of course be on the podcast more. We have sister Becca who like Mm -hmm. subscribes to everything. We're going to be talking to Sarah from Mills and Boone. Sarah 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 Mills and Boone. Yeah. Our our girlfriend in Australia. So you don't have to have a social media presence. If you're just the average everyday reader. I would love to just talk to an average everyday reader who does nothing social media wise. Love How it. How fun would it be to like just get like a bunch of people just talking about why they love these books and just That's put it what together. I want, Sarah. Yes. Right? You're brilliant. I know. It's you. <laughs> you bring out the brilliant in me. <laughs> so yes, if anyone in your knitting circle 
yes. is just a reader. Who and wants would to also be, join our knitting circle? Who would <laughs> like to come talk to us? Please mm-hmm. have them reach out. We would love to talk to them. So absolutely, absolutely, mm-hmm. it's been fun. Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for the support. Again, we do have some shirts going on for everyone that has purchased so far. Thank you. Our goal is honestly to just sell 10 shirts Yeah, and we're almost there. So, I mean, thank you. (laughs) Thank you so, so much. I mean, I was so, when I'm like, people are buying them and it's not just our family. Right. When we sold (laughs) one, I was like, okay. All right. When when we sold one, I'm like, oh, Brie bought one. Now. <laughs> well have a have a happy wednesday everybody thank you for listening to us you know yep. rant and gush over covers and mm-hmm. be crazy and we will talk to you in our net wait when this episode comes out who's our saturday episode to our look saturday forward episode? To? hold on hold on hold on we can edit this part out <laughs> <laughs> watch you're gonna leave it in now just for fun <laughs> I just um, might. Oh, Carrie Lynn Webb. Carrie Lynn Webb. Okay. Carrie Lynn no, Webb's but... an, 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 a heartwarming author. Heartwarming author. Yeah, we have Here some we fun stuff. November is going to be a fun month. November of recording. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Next Wednesday, we have the lovely Wendy Warren. Yeah. Again, Aaron and Nicole are coming. We're going to be talking about how Nano Rivo went. More, <laughs> they're going to be talking. We're going to be going, uh huh. Yep. Uh huh. Tell me more. <laughs> All right, everybody stay tuned and we will talk to you in our next episode.